0: Hello, and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, Curly Sue. <laughs> I'm saying it again. It just works. You're cute. Um, and we're going to be talking about episode 214, Red Tape. Uh, the Amazon Prime spoily is, A mysterious personal ad in the school paper gets Matt more calls than he can handle. <laughs> a stupid synopsis that is it is dumb like it's it's almost like a non-synopsis like it doesn't what even is the point of talking about Uh -uh. that like it's so stupid um okay so this episode is crazy yes and random extremely and like just a really weird hodgepodge of stuff (laughs) i mean Uh i guess ultimately it's all driving towards the one message, which is, like, treat others fairly and with kindness, I guess. Is that the message you got? Kind of. I could be reaching. I don't I know. think you're reaching. All right. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. But then there's also, like, a whole storyline that has nothing to do with that. So it's, like, random and weird. Look, I get it. It's there. But, ugh. But, horribly executed, but whatever. Way, but in the way that like Seventh Heaven does, right? Yes, like, yes. You have like a, several storylines that are sort of all driving to the same point or making the same point, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. This is weird and seemingly like just really ran- random. And it's also a very like high tension episode. Yeah. In in a way that seems unwarranted. Like, it doesn't need to be this high tension.
1: It seemed like everybody was getting their period in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well said. Well But
0: said. yeah, it was pretty annoying. Um, so I guess it's worth noting that Brenda Hampton wrote this episode. Mm-hmm. So that's always like a clue, right? When you see that credit come up that, oh, this is like a biggie like this is like a learn a lesson episode or, or you're or hoping she's like or yeah or she's like you know she wanted to make such a statement that like she went out of her way to write this episode right like that's yeah. usually when she gets the writing credit um so I was kind of looking forward to like a big ep- you know like a big like dropping of yeah. knowledge that like we've seen in the past and mm-hmm. this is not that nope so curb your expectations <laughs> yeah because when i did see her
1: name pop up i was like oh okay hopefully this is gonna be good exactly and was <laughs> was chance bad but uh. it was
0: like meh <laughs> at, at best <laughs> uh, yeah so i think it's worth just starting with the opening moments of the show like the like the cold open before the credits okay what were your thoughts about what happens in this scene? Like, I have so many opinions. I can't wait to get into them, but I want to really get your thoughts on it first.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I've been there once at a Denny's. Like, this kind of situation has happened. It's too many people trying to decide what they want and the things that you want is not going to happen. But, they're just so annoying everybody was just annoying um about the sweat like when mary is looking at lucy i was like okay here we go (laughs) there's a problem and it's her wearing her sweater that she never had a chance to wear first Uh, okay there's that um th- Dude, the coupons were the best though. <laughs> the coupons were the best. How they're talking about how they want this, but oh no, that's only what special, like a Friday special or something like that. Oh, I want the surf and turf, and it's only gonna yeah, come this day. Right? Uh, do you not know how to read? I don't understand. Look <laughs> at the directions of the restaurant. I don't. <laughs> I mean,
0: for, what I, were your thoughts on the waitress, Harriet? First impressions when we meet her at the restaurant. Can you throw me a bone? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you mean you, you or like, like, or you think like that, that's what she's thinking.
1: Both. I think like,
0: dude, throw them a
1: bone and for yourself, try to make your life easier. But she was just very much like that only happens on this day. But I I understand like being a waitress Mm -hmm. or waiting on people like in general, like, when you're in the service industry, that's it. Like, you're just dealing with people's shit. Yeah. So it's it's hard. Um, but it felt like no one was going to back down. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, guys, you all need to compromise here.
0: It was, like, really high tension. Yeah. And that was my thought, too. Like, I, I Who's think... Who's going to break the plate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, what was weird was, like... So it starts. And immediately, hmm. from just the opening like visual like just seeing them at this restaurant right I was like this is new Mm -hmm. we've never seen them eating out like all together like this yeah that's that was like kind of jarring initially Mm -hmm. and then there was this awkwardness that I couldn't quite put my finger on until the scene had ended and then the credits rolled so I had like a chance to like let my brain catch up to me yeah and I was like this was very uncomfortable because the waitress Harriet was borderline rude. Yes. In a way that I completely understand, like being a waiter is not fun. It's not easy. It's a very stressful um, situation. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not great. So I get it. And I'm like, you know, I want to be respectful of the service industry in that way or whatever. But she was like borderline, like rude to them. Like every time they had they asked a question or had something to say, it was like, no, we can't do substitutions. Uh, the sandwich comes on a root on a wheat roll. I was yeah, like, yeah. take a step, like treat these people with like kindness and like yeah. customer service, like kindness yeah, yeah, to yeah. your job. Like it was weird. And then and then the kids were just like really annoying too. Like they were being loud and obnoxious. When were they all high maintenance? Is what I want to know. It's crazy. Like Simon's all weird. Ruthie's all weird, like, you know, asking for things. And then like Mary and Lucy with their sweater ba- banter constantly. And Eric was like joining in on the being annoying part. Yeah. Like, I was like, You're an adult. Like, yeah. how about you and Annie both be the voices of reason here? <laughs> like, why does Annie have to be the only voice of reason? It was all just like really hard to. And then when I hear like Annie say, this is like, it's
1: been a while, like where I'm getting served and I'm not having to take care of someone that kind of, and
0: I felt really happy for her. I was like, you go Annie, get yours, you know? And then it all fell apart because they had these coupons that they were banking on and they were only good for liver and onions. (laughs) And then,
1: you know, when, when I think of liver and onions, it's the weirdest thing to remember, but I remember, um, Doug the the cartoon show Yeah I don't there was an episode that they would talk about liver and onions I think Patty patty mayonnaise mm-hmm. or like he was trying to impress her with that dish. I am messing That's up weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I, you it, could be right. I couldn't remember. I just remember Doug
1: really hating that. And I swear, like my
0: nineties, mind went That's back to so that cartoon funny. and I just, thought- what even is, I mean, I guess, okay. Liver and onions is a piece of liver with like sauteed onions, I guess. Like what is liver and onions? Like I don't, I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. See, I hate liver being cooked. I yes, I'm going okay. I'm going there right now with food. Go for it. You but, are the food person. But it's just like blech, and it's and it's very like pasty and it's just it's one of those things I don't like it. Um it, it's I guess if you want to be adventurous with your food just try it raw guys and like you can make a sandwich with it with like raw onions and like some and some spices but, how but do you again get liver?
0: like is it like do you get like a full liver like well, what is a liver they can, like they
1: can serve chicken liver or beef okay it's up to
0: you um, i'm assuming a beef liver is bigger than a chicken liver. yeah and yeah I, yeah but but am am i right in assuming that it's like a filet of some sort like it's it's like a piece of meat that's not, it's not like ground up or No, it's, it's definitely up like, not, okay. it's
1: definitely not ground up, but, um, but you can have them like as like little, um, almost as small as like kebabs if you, okay, if you okay. want it as kebabs or, um, like, uh, like a fajita, like that kind of slice. Okay. If you want it that way. I see. I'm just not a fan of liver being cooked. And Mm -hmm. if it's cooked, I will never have it. Interesting. And what I'm thinking is, why would you give a family of what how many kids are they? Five? Five. So
0: a family of seven.
1: Yeah. So a family of seven coupons with liver and onions.
0: Like, that's their coupon. Well, I think it was all played for a laugh, right? Definitely
1: like, played for a laugh, but, like, let's be real. I know. I
0: mean, if you if you extrapolate the reality of that situation, it's that here's the guy who donates a lot of money to the food bank or whatever yeah. where Eric spends his time, and the way that he chooses to repay the Camdens is with liver and onion coupons. And, like, that's weird. And then also <laughs> to
1: see the waitress, Harriet... Yeah, character Mm -hmm. name. She was like, "Oh, if you guys have
0: coupons, just give me your coupons." Like she, she was really cool. She's like, "No, that was not how I took it." She was like, "She was like, y'all have coupons, give those to me." I was (laughs) like, "Jesus, Harriet, like, calm down." But then
1: she reads it. She's like, "These were only good for liver and onions." And in my head, okay, what you were saying, but. Then I would say this man is a really bad manager to yeah, not understand. Yeah, to not understand what kids eat, which is like burgers and fries and maybe a milkshake. Well,
0: forget that. But it's like if you're going to give people a coupon, just give them a coupon for any, any meal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like what,
1: what kind of All, jerk
0: like is like a specific liver and onions coupon? Like, come they'll on. probably never
1: come and use it and eat.
0: Yeah, it's stupid. Whatever. I also find it odd that Annie didn't catch that like or anybody Oh yeah that like, nobody, like, read, like, the coupon, nobody the read the coupon the details Yeah they yeah it's yeah. just like we have coupons that's unlikely <laughs> you know <laughs> Just it was annoying Uh yeah it was like a weird scene that ultimately leads to nothing other than the fact that Harriet is a character that comes back but like that scene means nothing it has no bearing on anything it's just literally like a 10 minute cold open for laughs essentially Yeah I mean I guess I guess I'm wrong because they set up the sweater thing and I guess I mean okay,
1: whatever. Only the sweater, and then everything else was just five ten minutes of high like maintenance, kids and then being annoying. An- yeah, yeah, them being annoying, and then also, you know, the moment the the waitress Harriet is like, "Okay, I'll give you guys a minute," and she's about to walk away, and he's like, "No, no, no, come back!" Or like Eric's like, "No, no come back!" <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Just let her go."
0: Seriously? No, it's just annoying, and it's also just like uncomfortable because. I don't know, like when I'm in a restaurant situation like that, I'm very much like a like a I don't want the wait the waiter or waitress like to waste their time either. So I'm like, yeah. so when they come to the table, I feel compelled to be like, I know what I want. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Or at the very least, like I'll go last. Y'all go first. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't it's one, it yeah, him. it's one of those. Like I, I'm never in the position where I'm just like, hang on, let me ask a million questions about this menu and like see what I can like. No, know, you know, uh. And it was just really weird. Um, but, okay, so that happens. Um, I swear, but in my
1: mind, I thought, I'm like,
0: not getting a tip. <laughs> <No. laughs> it was horrible. <gasps> I know, but I feel like they should totally tip her.
1: Like, no, no, they should, but what I'm saying is, like, maybe Harriet was thinking, mm, I'm not oh, getting a poor, tip today. Harriet. Yeah, seriously. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. But I like that, in the end, Harriet, because initially I was like, this waitress is, like, kind of a piece of work, but... I kind of appreciated that they were able to, like, bring her back, incorporate an actual storyline for her and make her somebody that you are empathetic for and like mm-hmm. that you do care about and stuff like that was cool. Like, I. Yeah. It, weird that they decided to introduce her in that way and then make it like a surprise. Like, look, it's me again. But yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um. So I guess we can just get into that since we're talking about it. Okay. Um, Essentially, Eric is volunteering at this food bank place, and this kid comes up and he's super polite, and he's like, "Oh hi, whatever. I'm just wondering where the beanie weenies are." Yeah. (laughs) Which is that that that's not a real thing, right? I don't think so. I've never heard of beanie weenies before.
1: Uh, Maybe Chef Boyardee was like a (laughs) like a a, a a copyright (laughs) chef Boyardee. Yeah, Yeah, totally.
0: Um, but he asks about the beanie weenies and then Eric is of course suspicious and curious and cast a medal because that's his life's purpose apparently. So he goes and like talks to the food bank manager or whatever and he's like, There's this kid and the food bank's like, Oh yeah, it's Clarence. What was that kid's name? Oh I think so. I wanna call him Clarence. Clarence yeah. Fields? <laughs> I'm just totally shooting in the dark and I have no idea. I never. Okay. It is Clarence. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's fields. Let's just go with Fields. Okay. Um, so he's like, Oh yeah, that's Clarence fields. He always comes in after school. He just takes one can of beanie weenies. I figure if this kid wants this, he can take it. He's yeah. so nice. How do you say no to him? Whatever. Yeah. He's extremely polite. Yeah. And then of course the food bank manager calls Eric out on his nosiness. He's yeah. like, you want to follow him, don't you? Cause you're a fucking nosy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> eric's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he follows him that's not creepy at all seriously following a three four-year-old kid or whatever no, no he's like he, eight he's not three and if so, i'm <laughs> sorry a three four-year-old kid walking around no, asking right, for being right, right, right. okay. this he's is like, a problem he's like eight or nine he's like simon's age or whatever. he just <laughs> looks tiny yeah but like eric's like creeping on him in his van <laughs> like it's really weird like what are you doing and, you know, it's, like, a bad neighborhood. It's not yeah. great. Um, there's, like, a prostitute on the street. Yeah, you dude. catch the prostitute? Yeah. Like, really prominently
1: placed. Really weird.
0: And then doesn't um, he get
1: the stare down or something like that? Well, yeah, he
0: comes into the building. Like, yeah. he walks into the building that he saw Clarence walk into. And these two guys, like, block his entrance. And he just, like, hides behind his Bible. And they, like, let him go. And then he basically, like... Clarence is like, I can't let you in because I'm a, you're a stranger and I can't tell you that I'm alone because that wouldn't be smart. Yeah. He's, a, he's a really smart kid obviously knows how to take care of himself. So Eric sits with him like outside the door or whatever and then his mom Clarence's mom comes home and it's Harriet from the yeah. restaurant and so invites him in um, and I love how she's like, no nonsense she's like, come in, I love waiting on strangers after a 14 hour shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so great. She, I, I love how she's just like no bullshit. You know, yeah. like it's awesome. Um, and she basically tells this horrible story, which I have to make it. I have to make this about me. OK, please do. Um, so side note, I've been preparing taxes um, as a volunteer for this organization called VITA that works with the IRS directly and does tax prep for like low income families or really for anybody. But there's kind of like an income threshold mm-hmm. um, on, over which we really don't want you or need you, you know, mm-hmm. cause you don't need us basically. Right. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I've been doing tax prep, which has been great for me cause I've been learning a lot about the IRS and the taxes and yeah. how that all works. And it's been really nice to like meet people who are just like so thankful that somebody's doing this for them cause it's hard to do it on your own and yeah. it's a free service and you know, it takes nothing out of us really to do it other than our time. And it's That's all a good wonderful. Thank you. Um, that's why I do it now. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so when, when it was like an IRS thing, like my ears perked up. because so I was like, Oh, I know about taxes. And I could not believe what this woman had went through. Yeah. Because basically she says like, she married some guy who basically like, within a year of them getting married when they just when they filed their taxes jointly ran away and then she had to find out that he owed the irs all this kinds of money was never even divorced exactly was already married before when he married her so here she is in a position where she's technically not legally married to this guy yeah and the, the irs is coming after her for the taxes he owes, yeah, and they only know about her because they filed jointly on their taxes that year, Which, and it's so fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, I mean, not not bullshit like unbelievable storytelling. What I mean is like I believe that the IRS would do that, oh. and it like and it's and it's like ridiculous to me because she tells a story about how like she tried to fight it with them and like talk to them and stuff and nobody would listen. And they kept freezing her accounts until she had no choice, but to like agree to start paying back to do that. She had to like take a second job. They had to like, now they have to like live in this dumpy place in this bad neighborhood. And she has to like be out at all hours of the night. And the kid has to fend for himself. It's a horrible situation Yeah. for something that she should not be liable for. And it's like ridiculous, but I believe it. I believe it because I could totally see where the IRS is like, someone's got to pay us back. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know your bullshit story. Like, you know, if I'm the IRS or whatever, like Mm -hmm. someone's got to pay us back. And she quote unquote agrees to it. So they have the paperwork or whatever that says like, I agree to pay for this over the course of my, the rest of my life pretty much or whatever. Like awful. I, I was like, oh my God, fuck. You know? Um, so she's in this shitty situation and she doesn't know what to do about it. She's tried. She tried to fight it. With Mr. Smith. Until she couldn't fight it anymore, you know? Um, and so then, of course, Eric's like, let me uh, see what I can do. And of course, of course, Eric knows someone at the IRS, too. Like, well, no, he, he didn't. Though. He didn't. Yeah, but he tried. He tried to or it sounded to me like another classic Eric. Like, let me make some calls. <laughs> <You know>? What? <laughs> this Uh, might be a stupid question go for it i love stupid questions
1: but seriously how did he know where he was what do you mean like
0: how did who know where who was he knew
1: where (laughs) he knew uh where mr smith is at the
0: irs office yeah like the local fed office or whatever
1: do they let just anybody in that, this is what I'm trying to say. I don't know.
0: I was kind of confused about that because I thought there was like a singular location for a federal tax, like in Sacramento or something in California. Um, but I guess, I mean, I guess there has to be some sort of local enough branch. Like, like are like are we kidding ourselves that LA doesn't have an IRS branch somewhere? It's got to. Yeah, like, no,
1: it's got to. But it's just you know, I mean, clearly to- Glen Oak probably doesn't have one. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: but he, so maybe I have to drive a bit. Who knows? Anyways, whatever. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it he is. He was just it's trying to keep him on suspension the suspension f- of disbelief, and um, just keeping
1: him on the phone until he realizes who's the person that is right until uh, he could get to his office. Yeah.
0: Ugh. And then, and then I kind of liked Mr. Smith, or not liked him, but like I was appreciating his position because he's like, "There's nothing I can do. Why yeah. did she agree to this payment program if she didn't loan yeah. whatever?" And and she, and okay, this is the part that I loved. I wrote it down. He goes. In, I am retiring in 14 business days. Yeah. Who speaks in business days in life? <laughs> like, that is not a thing that people say. Just say three weeks. Yeah. You know what you mean. <laughs> like, 14 business days, bro? Like, really? <laughs> so stupid. Well, hello, seventh heaven. <laughs> but I also think it was like, purposeful to make him seem even more like, Hard nose, you know, like I'm a businessman, like I work for the government, you know, like sure. I feel like that was an in- maybe not intentional, but served a purpose in that way of like, oh, he's just like a cog in the machine, you know, <laughs> like
1: I mean, okay, okay, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, maybe yeah.
0: I'm giving it too much credit. on No, know. no,
1: no. Well, you're right because it's like if he's, it's like he's, he's, he's giving his story in a very legal way, like in a diplomatic, like black and white kind of thing right. where it's like.
0: No, I have 14 business days left. Yeah. And he's, he's like, I'm not trying to like open up an old case. Yeah. And da, da, da. And then meanwhile, this like chick, assuming it's his supervisor, keeps like walking back and forth past his open door, yeah. and like staring at him and shit, which is a really awkward and weird. I was like, this is why he's going to go into an early grave. Yeah. And almost does <laughs> um, when he has a heart attack. And then, or like he has pains in his chest or yeah. whatever. And then Eric rushes him to the hospital. And then here we meet more red tape where the hospital's like, if he doesn't have his insurance card, I can't admit him. Dude. Which is also not true. Mm-hmm. Because whatever happened to the Hippocratic Oath, like if somebody shows up at the ER, they can't turn you away. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> anyway, so then Eric has to like run back to his office, get his insurance card, come back finally gets him treated it turns out he was just having um what 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 did he have heartburn heartburn but like they were going to keep him overnight or whatever yeah and then eric decides to leverage that information against this guy against mr smith to Too christian get him. of him yeah it's awful he's such a fucking manipulator yeah Like But we've seen him do that many times. Yeah, but this is like he steals federal files from this guy's office and brings them to the hospital and then fully like lies to him and goes like, Yeah, you know, like you could have open heart surgery right now and like, you know, do you want this hanging over your conscience? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Okay, hold on. All right. Now he did that. Okay. You can talk (laughs) shit
1: about it, whatever. But you can also make the argument he did it for a good reason.
0: So? I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Because Eric has never done something this egregious. He's never, like, he's never, like, lied to somebody and, like, manipulated them to this degree. He does it to his kids, though. Yeah, but that's different, though. See? Like, first of all, one, it's with your kids and yeah. you're not, and he's not, like, lying to them mm. for his own good like yeah. if he's if he's manipulating his kids it's because they they need to like learn a lesson or whatever yeah. You know? i mean i guess you could argue that mr smith needs to quote unquote learn a lesson but really you guys are both grown men like what are you doing oh yeah it's weird all and of it he was like nor- steals federal papers yeah like that's oh my god yeah no whenever
1: i saw or when i saw him with the folder I was like, "Wait, what? Oh, I I picked these up on my way well, out. Yeah,
0: I figured since I'm going to your office, I might as well bring this file along. Like, what? Nobody stopped you on your way out? Seriously? <laughs> so stupid. Um, and then to make matters worse, he brings Miss Harriet and Clarence into the room to like pull up the harms heartstrings even more and be like, yep. "Look at us, poor sir. You know, like Jesus." If- this is just all kinds of stupid. It's so crazy. I like that Mr. Smith calls him on it, though, at the end. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, that was a miracle, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, mm. Long story short, so that happens. And he agrees that, like, by ne- by next week, they'll get all their money back. She'll no longer have to pay whatever it is that they said she owed or whatever. And she can get some semblance of her life back, you know? Yeah. Um, which is cool. It's all good. Yay! Good job for Harriet. Yay! Yay. Eric saved the day again. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Ugh! Ugh! Happy gets a credit card.
1: Happy does get a credit card
0: <laughs> 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 from the Eddie Bowser catalog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me a minute to real like to figure out why that was like funny, because I realized that it was meant to be some sort of like a joke. That like there's an Eddie Bowser catalog. But I was like, but why is that? And then I finally clicked like, oh, it's Eddie Bauer. <laughs> that is right, though. It is Eddie Bauer. That's, I think so. it's like a catalog. Like yeah, that, yeah. Where you can order random shit. No one needs Um like the doggy booties. Oh, God. So like. So she's like, oh, somebody fucked up and gave Happy, our dog, a credit card, throws it away. Simon sees it, can't let it go, takes it upstairs. He and Ruthie get in, get this crazy ideas in their head. They end up ordering a pair of boots, doggy mm-hmm. boots. And then when they call back to cancel the order, the representative on the other end, who's a total dumbass. Yeah. Um, it's like, you don't sound like you're 18. Click. Yep. <laughs> So then the boots come, Annie finds them. Poor Simon, he had to take it a out lesson. of his bank account. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. What's even better is so the boots come. Annie calls Eddie Bowser and is like, "There was a mistake about yeah. this." And the and the representative, same one, unlikely, yeah, but same one is like, "We can't cancel the credit card because." If there's like a lot of paperwork involved with that and I don't want to deal with it or whatever. It's a dog. Your dog can't place orders anyway, can it? And Annie's like, well, an order was already placed. And she's like, well, it sounds like Eddie Bowser lost a couple bucks then. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? What kind yeah. of business is this? She's- like, what? You guys aren't going to come after her for this credit card debt she has now? It's just you guys lost a couple bucks. Cool. We're done. The fuck so is happening in this stupid. episode? It's really weird shit in this episode. Uh, Yeah. And then it's only compounded with the sweater Mm -hmm. because Mary has the sweater. Lucy's wearing it. Mary never got the chance to wear it. Tabasco sauce is spilled. The sweater is ruined or it's stained. Lucy has to wash the sweater. Mm -hmm. The instructions say hand wash fluff dry. Yep. So she puts the sweater in the dryer after after she's watched it mary's like are you sure you should put it in the dryer and lucy's like the tag said fluff dry pulls it out the sweater shrunk to Ruthie's size yeah first of all have you ever done that to a sweater you shouldn't have like put it in the dryer that like where it didn't belong no oh okay because <laughs> i was gonna say i really don't think they shrink that much no they <laughs> like it's ridiculous yeah It shrank to like an American doll size sweater. Like it's not even fathomable or feasible. Of course not. But here we are. So then Lucy wants to return the sweater. Yeah. And I was like, I was already like, why? That you don't return a sweater that you shrunk, that you've worn and washed. Like that doesn't happen. Ugh. And then the salesperson is like, Do you have a receipt? And she's like, No, my sister didn't keep She's like, Oh, so it's not even your sweater. Really? Was really yeah. salesperson, do you care? <laughs> like, who gives a shit? <laughs> it's all just so There's just bizarre. so many annoying things about this episode. It's really bizarre. Won't take the sweater back. And then Annie's like, Well, let me try. And then I'm gonna play the clip because okay, please do. It's just it's too good. So Annie like tries to get her to take the sweater back. The salesperson basically yeah. says the same spiel like, "If you don't have the receipt, I can't take it." blah, yep. blah blah blah, and then this happens. Oh well. Uh, careful when you watch that, or it'll look like this. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Hmm.
0: Would you like to leave now, ma'am, or should I call security? I'm just trying to return a sweater. You're just trying to cause a disturbance. Cause a disturbance? You want a disturbance? Here's a disturbance. Whatever happened to common decency? Whatever happened to service and a simple thank you for shopping here? Yeah. Whatever happened to a store standing behind the merchandise itself? it yeah. Whatever happened to truth, justice, and the American store taking returns? Yeah. I'll tell you what happened. People started shoplifting and then returning things for cash or
1: buying things and wearing them and then returning them for no reason. Profits started coming down and insurance rates started going up. So shop owners had to look for merchandise with a higher markup. What do you want from a $12 sweater? Whatever happened to you get what you pay for? If the manufacturer doesn't stand up for the merchandise, why should I get stuck? I've got kids to feed too, you know. That's what happened to this American store taking returns.
0: Boom. <laughs> How did you feel about that scene? <laughs>
1: Sorry, it took a while. Um I found it really funny when I found all the other customers clapping.
0: <laughs> when Annie's like starts making her points. Yeah, everyone's like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." And then yeah, and then when the owner mm-hmm. basically starts giving her you know, side sp- of things. Yeah. Then you feel for her. You feel for both of them. Like th- they're both frustrated. Let's be real. Like this shit happens every day.
0: Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So whatever. I loved this scene. Mm-hmm. I felt like after it was over, I was like, that was an awesome two person bitch sesh right yeah. now. <laughs> like they both got to vent their feelings. Two grown ass women who were like on top of their shit it was awesome and I don't I feel like we don't see shit like that on television anymore mm. like like when's the last time you saw two women able to like vent their frustrations yeah into the air and just have it just like sit there and then be done yeah that's like, true it's it was dope I loved that scene mm-hmm. it was a it felt like a nice like reward for the slogging yeah. through of all the other bullshit in this episode it was like yeah girl do it <laughs> But it was awfully
1: sweet of Annie. Yeah, to to offer her
0: coffee. Yeah,
1: she goes, let me just buy you a cup of coffee. And then um, she's like, I can't leave the store. And she goes, then I'll bring it to you. Like, how do you like it? it? Yeah, Yeah. you know, it was really
0: it was nice. And I like that. Well, still, though, after she like vents, the owner vents, Annie's like, you could still take the sweater back. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, really, Annie? Really? (laughs) (laughs) After all that. But it was cool. I don't know
1: the only scene.
0: Yeah, fair. Fair. Okay. Um I guess we should talk about Matt, really, and then um <laughs> Such a tool. Anyways, go on. Why is he a tool?
1: Well, only in this episode he's just annoying me. Why though? I don't know. No, talk talk tell us about just it. Just all of it was Okay, look, this entire this episode frustrated me as many other episodes. <laughs> um but You know, he just, like, quicks a judge to think that his sisters are going to be the ones that, like, put the personal ad in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, if you know your sisters at all, they're not assholes like this. Like, they can, like, they're bitchy to you, to your face. Not like this. Yeah. No. Like, I can imagine Mary and Lucy going like, what was her name? Dina Nash dina nash dude she totally sounds like an album
0: cover let me just <laughs> <laughs> like you mean like the name of an album
1: yeah like or something or like a, a song i don't know it yeah, just sounds yeah, sound- yeah. yeah it's like
0: dina nash i don't know
1: <laughs> anyways um i can imagine mary and lucy maybe approaching her and be like hey my brother likes you why haven't you called it like i can imagine Which they did yeah right yeah, yeah okay there they we go did. Okay, so this I can imagine. Them taking out a personal ad, I don't believe. Yeah. And for him to be a total dick about it,
0: it's... uh. This is the part that bothers me of this whole storyline. Okay. Well, multiple things. But one, why does the school paper have personal ads? Oh, seriously, Like, why is that a thing for 14 to 17-year-olds? Like, is this a meat market? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Two, why is the school paper guy... Talking about his journalistic integrity and his sources. Somebody just paid to put an ad in the paper. Like, Serious. what are you talking about? Okay. Three, why did Lucy and Mary uh-huh. m- go out of their way to convince Dina Nash to call Matt to prove, like, when they didn't do this? any like they didn't do it anyway so just because matt doesn't believe you doesn't mean you need to like do something and like go out of your way to like to like prove why he's wrong about why he hates the ad dude like, I,
1: I totally think that I makes zero
0: sense i totally think i wasn't paying attention to this episode because i really hated it so
1: <laughs> as you're saying this to me i'm just like Do that i remember
0: it's like, it's like the very end of the episode when yeah. when the journalist guy comes to the house and admits that he placed the ad yeah. in that an effort to like drum up personal ad business um in the meantime in the meantime matt had gotten a call from dina nash yeah. And Lucy and Mary like pop their heads and they're like telling the journalist like, oh, like, didn't you hear Dina Nash called him? So he's cool with it now or whatever. Yeah. Everybody walks away and they and and Lucy's like, how'd you get her to call him? And she's like, I did his, I did her homework. And I'm like, oh yeah, For what to what end? Who cares? I'm like so stupid.
1: And then they high five each other. Oh, they didn't do that ridiculous high five that they usually do.
0: But they're like only so so satisfied and I'm like, you guys went out of your way. You did someone's homework to get her to call Matt because why? Like, it makes no sense. Can I rate the episode now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talked about it. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can go. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five, fine. 50159. What? That's Matt's number if you want
1: to have a good time. Don't you love how, like, phone numbers always start with 555? Mm hmm. Anyways, um, I'm giving it a one.
0: Oh, my lord. Maybe
1: even a zero, but I'm going to give it a
0: one. No, you can't give it a zero. All right, Come a on one. Now. I'm sticking to it. All right. I'm giving this a five. What? Yeah. Uh, well, I've already made it clear my rating system, right? Like Okay. I start at a ten, and then I decrease for every horrible thing that I feel like deserves a point. For
1: decrease. some odd reason, I couldn't like I couldn't start from a ten for this episode. Even the uh, the previous one. What uh, what is this episode fourteen?
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, fourteen is the one we did live. Yeah, even that one. Was, that no, that was a shit show. That, same thing. Like, <laughs> okay, this had this had some merit. Now, come on, thank you and welcome. Oh yeah, we didn't really even talk about that um it's okay i'm still rating it one fair <laughs> i mean fine <laughs> but, fair <laughs> but essentially right so after the debacle at the restaurant annie realizes like when did my children become monsters with oh, like yeah. no manners and like no sense of propriety or whatever so she starts like enforcing this this idea of like we have to say please and thank you and you're welcome and be very polite and whatever yeah the kids are Fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, they're, like, talking back to her, to her face. Yeah. And they're, like, when she leaves, they're, like, well, we'll just, like, humor her for a while until she forgets about it. I'm, like, what is this side of you guys that's, like, dark and unkind and rude and horrible? I know. And, like, Simon was really annoying to me in
1: that scene. Which is, okay, it's just funny because, look, I mean, all kids, all teenagers have it in them. Like, they're good They have some good days and they have some shitty days. I get it. But when a show is constantly trying to show you how good they are and then give me one episode of them being complete dicks, I don't buy it and it's annoying. Mm
0: -hmm. And then also was weird. Not weird, but like you notice by the end of the episode, like throughout the episode after Annie brings the hammer down, like at first she has to like remind them and go like, what do you say? You know, whatever. And then by the end of it, it's rolling off their tongues. Like I think at some point Lucy says something to Matt, like, yeah. or somebody, like, oh, could you pass the da-da-da, please, or whatever, and, like, mm. and it's, like, pointed, sort of, like, oh, they're they're getting in the habit of it now or whatever. Like, they didn't have it before? Yeah, exactly. We've seen them for one and a half seasons already. Like, they've never had a problem saying please and thank you. Yeah. Like, what, they just took a hard turn one day? Like, it's so silly. Um. Again, and a lesson that, like, didn't need to be taught to, you know, like in in terms of like telling a lesson to the audience or whatever, it's like, it's a lesson that didn't need to be taught. It's a very singular thing too. Like there's no far reaching, um, implications. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so you watch some kids be horrible and then get better at the end. Yeah. But not
1: only that though, like all of them were going through the exact same thing at the same time. Yeah. All of them were being assholes. Well, it's
0: like a virus, right? It spreads. Like it, like they you. It feeds. Like that sort of negative behavior does feed. I get that. I I
1: know that. I get it. But it's whatever. They just they overdo it every time. I know.
0: I know. The worst too was like seeing Ruthie behave that way, Mm. because she was. Because the other kids were like modeling their behavior, like yeah. like when Annie sits down and Matt's like, okay, whatever, and, and Ruthie's like, ha ha, mom, you silly goose, like Ruthie, man, Ruthie, yeah, really. And then seeing them like <laughs> throw all the food, you know, gosh, yeah, it was just awful.
1: I was like, it's not summer camp, you know. And better. they were doing that
0: whole like, thank you, thank you, like you know, like that like that mocking tone thing that people do, and I'm just like, where is this coming from? Like these kids
1: are not they're not such big assholes and for you to like overdo it like they were reaching Mm -hmm. it was just like okay it was too much can i can i skip 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 again skip again (laughs) skip again
0: (laughs) i feel like this episode too could have been bottled down or like pared down to like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. like so much of it is just like bullshit like you know a hat on top of a hat on top of a hat of just like I'm going to be bad then I'm going to be bad then you're like it's like we get it just cut the fat it's very simple show the kids be bad at the restaurant yeah show them you be good show the IRS man change his mind and do the right thing show the salesperson change her mind and do the right thing like it doesn't you know it's like so much of it is like extraneous and silliness
1: oh and then also you hear Eric say humor her or something like that yeah
0: that was harsh too. Cause yeah. Annie, like after they're like not giving Annie the time of day, she like walks away. And as she's leaving, tells Eric, like talk to them and he stares at them for a second and goes
1: like, or do what she says or something. Yeah, like she's,
0: that. He's like, he's like, just do what she says and like walks away. And it's like, really dude, parent of the year award. Yeah. Like that's my problem with Eric is like, he's so fucking busy, worried about other people's problems. It's like take a look at your own roof, dude. Yeah. Like worry about your own kids if you're gonna worry about somebody. Like, it's just I don't stupid know. and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Doom. Anyways, okay, well, we did it. Yeah. Any other stray observations? I can't think of anything. Mm-mm, I feel like we mm-mm. talked about it. Unfortunately, like nothing really to glean from this episode or like you know to, like, there's like nothing like it's just it is what it is this happened mm-hmm. okay dina nash whoa congratulations you're there till next time bye bye